0: Welcome to the preaching ministry of Port St. Lucie Bible Church. We are a Christian church whose goal is to faithfully preach Christ from Scripture so that we might better love and serve Him. We pray that this message from God's Word would engage your mind with the truth and inspire your heart to obey Christ. Here's today's message. You better do it now. You better do it now. This is a gift. The days we have. There are no second chances. You have one life to live, so embracing this life today remains an urgent theme throughout all of Ecclesiastes. And verses 7 through 10 in chapter 9 served as Solomon's just grand exhortation. His grand exhortation for us to go then. Eat your bread in happiness, and drink your wine with a cheerful heart, for God has already approved your works. Let your clothes be white all the time, and let not oil be lacking from your head. Enjoy life with the woman whom you love all the days of your fleeting life, which he has given you under the sun. And he says, for this is your reward in life. Live it up. How many of us, if we're honest, have already forgotten that plea by Solomon just two chapters ago? How many have already given up and just forgotten entirely about the gift that we have been given? Folks, there's still time. There is still time. Get busy at it. Start living because life is fleeting you know what else is fleeting? Youth. The prime of your life in verse 10. Youth is fleeting. You know, Solomon isn't down on growing old. He's passionately urging us to recognize there are certain things that you get to enjoy when you're young. Don't overlook. Which you have sitting right in front of you. Verse 9: Rejoice, young man, during your childhood. Let your heart be pleasant during the days of young manhood. What advantage does young manhood offer? What advantage does it give uh, the period of childhood to that of early manhood? Do you remember? Every single day, I heard it over here, you're growing stronger every single day when you're young. From age 15 to 25, what does a young man see in the mirror? Well, oh, he sees a beast. <laughs> His hair is thick. Well, he can eat a whole pizza without putting on a pound most of us when we do that we just become round <laughs> whatever he eats it just makes him stronger every day Philip Reichen says that young people enjoy many blessings in life they have fewer of the cares that come with having adult responsibilities their bodies are strong and getting stronger their hearts are full of good cheer and easy laughter. The future is full of possibilities. He reminds us there is freedom to take tasks and risks and time to go a new direction in life. Young people still dare to dream that they can make a difference in the world. These are all reasons for the youth to rejoice. Boy, youth is wonderful. How about age 15 to 25 for the young girl? What does she see in the mirror? Where she watches as her body is taking form and it is taking shape. Beauty is sitting in where there once was a small child. We read from Song of Solomon earlier, Her teeth are like a flock of freshly shorn ewes. (laughs) She spends her time brushing her hair. She shapes her nails. She goes out and buys dresses. All the wonderful things of being a young lady. And even before she begins to come, think of herself as beautiful, other people already notice. Boy, isn't youth beautiful? It is. Youth is beautiful. And in verse 9, Solomon tells those young men, follow the impulses of your heart and the desires of your eyes. That could mean a number of things. For one, youth is an opportunity for excitement, exploration. My old pastor Tom Nelson wrote in his uh, short commentary on Ecclesiastes uh, that this is the time you can enjoy the strength of your youth and go out and run a marathon. You can bike across Europe. Do all kinds of things you've been dreaming about when you were younger. When you're young, you usually don't have a whole lot of family responsibilities, uh, professional obligations, probably don't have a mortgage. Opportunities are there. It's also a time when most young men and, and young women, if you, if you remember, those are the pretty people, right? They begin to search for that special partner whom they will marry. In following the desires of your eyes, Solomon is probably also alluding to the prospect of marriage and finding that that one special person where you can fulfill the physical intimacy for the first time with them. One young lady or one charming young man. Proverbs 5 verse 15, there Solomon says, Drink water from your own cistern, and fresh water from your own well. Should your springs be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets, let them be yours alone, and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. As a loving hind and a graceful doe, let her breasts satisfy you at all times. Be exhilarated always with her love. For why should you, my son, be exhilarated with an adulteress and embrace the bosom of a foreigner? Within the confines of holy matrimony, one man and one wife follow the impulses of your heart. Chase the desires of your eyes. Enjoy youth. From from Song of Solomon, we heard, as I read earlier, Solomon speaking to his new bride. How beautiful is your love, my sister, my bride. How much better is your love than wine and the fragrance of your oils than all kinds of spices. Your lips, my bride, drip honey. Honey and milk are under your tongue and the fragrance of your garments is like the fragrance of Lebanon. A garden locked is my sister. My bride, a garden locked, a rock garden locked, a spring sealed up. A garden locked and a spring sealed up. Solomon is applauding his bride's chastity before marriage, before their wedding night. And after the courting period in Song of Solomon, their wedding night becomes their first intimate sexual encounter together. For most young men, ages 15 to 25 to 30, what is the impulse of his heart and the desire of his eyes? It's a young, beautiful woman. To take as his very own bride. There is a godly way to pursue the passions of youth. This is why Solomon says, Pursue the desires of your heart, but then adds this reminder: Yet know that God will bring you to judgment for all of these things. That means do it right. Pursue passions of youth within moral boundaries. Young men, appreciate that garden that remains locked. Young women, find a, a Christian man who is passionate and, and pursues you, but doesn't pride himself as a professional locksmith. And after you take your vows, enjoy the fruits of your marriage when you're young. We know there are, there can be, there will be second chances in life. God is so loving and full of grace. Many of us know by experience that God's grace is sufficient to heal broken hearts. It is sufficient to heal broken homes. But how many opportunities do we get to do this one man and one wife for life? One time. Only one time, exactly as God intended it to be. Young people... If you can, do it right the first time. And when you find that one special person, enjoy the passions of your youth. Also, in verse 10, remove grief and anger from your heart and put away pain from your body. Because childhood and the prime of life are fleeting. You know, youth shouldn't be a a time of constant worry and concern. Young men, when, when you have found the wife of your dreams, the one, enjoy your youth, enjoy your strength. If it's your lot in life, young husbands and young wife, have children. Smile at tomorrow. Don't worry about what the headlines say. Don't chart your life and your family decisions on what you see in the the paper or on the news. When you get married, if it's God's will for you, start a family. The words grief and anger in the NASB are one word in the Hebrew it means vexation. It describes someone who is always worrisome, always concerned of, of things that are outside of their control. They're angry about what they cannot fix. folks. Most things in life remain outside of our control. They just do, but they are not outside of God's control. Youth only lasts so long. And young people, don't put your lives on hold because you're afraid of what tomorrow might bring. Buy a house. Take a job. Move across country if you must. But fear of tomorrow and grief and anger, it won't prevent you from aging. You can't stop it. You're going to get old either way. Let's just face it. Follow your passions in life. You will be amazed at what you will see God do. This last century endured the Great Depression, the Spanish flu, other plagues, polio... Two world wars, the space race, the Cold War. What the world is going to face tomorrow, it ain't too difficult for God to handle. Enjoy your youth. And you know, I personally, I, I take considerably, uh, considerable solace in the fact that Jesus says on the day that He returns... It's going to be a typical ordinary day. People are going to be buying. They're going to be selling. They're going to be marrying. They're going to be giving in marriage. They're going to be buying. They're going to be doing business. They're going to be planting. They're going to be building. You can see all of that in Luke chapter 17. And Christ assures us that He is going to return on a day... It is a typical, ordinary day. A lot like today. The world is not going to be destroyed by nuclear war. Climate change is a political weapon. It is not a rational concern to lay awake at night worrying about. So quit worrying about what tomorrow might bring. Live for today while you have it. I remember another king in Israel. He was telling us to seek first his kingdom, all of his righteousness, and all of these things that you need, food and covering, all will be added to you. So don't worry about tomorrow. He says, tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. Live for today and finally, in verse ten, you know, put away pain from your body. Well, that's just common sense. That word pain there means evil, but it can also be translated as harm. I, I think it would probably me, mean that you know, in your youth, try to avoid things that are harmful to your body. I mean, a lot of young people ruin their health through through drugs, or alcohol, or sexual immorality. There are others who ruin their health through working. Some physically abuse their bodies with exercise. It happens. There are a number of young people who have seriously injured themselves through just extreme sports and extreme forms of entertainment. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, if you, in, if you injure yourself when you're young, It's not going to get better when you're old. Put away pain from your bodies. Take good care of yourself. Oh, and uh, one final reminder. Don't be too picky. Some people waste just the best years of their life with ceaseless exploring and dating with the expectation that eventually they're going to find Mr or Mrs perfect you know people want to be just certain that they've found someone who they are with whom they are just perfectly compatible if you're both Christians you both love the lord you're compatible don't miss out on the blessings of youth. For Solomon warns, childhood and the prime of life is fleeting. Let's pray.